Good morning, MU Ideas. I'm Ty from 1201, and I'm here in the studio today with Anne. We're a broadcast called Worst, and we're here every Wednesday from 7.45 to 8.15. So tune in for your weekly content and entertainment. As a reminder, that if any teachers are listening at this point, we know that you are in a meeting right now. So feel free to switch off the PA system in your room. You can do that using the neat little wall knob right next to the one of the door. Yes, but before we continue, I would like to formally acknowledge the people who have made this first session in the studio classroom. We'd like to thank Ms. Kitia, Mr. Rothsack, Dr. Simon, Dr. Steve, and many other people for making this broadcast a reality. Additionally, we would also like to thank Miss Sandy and Mr. Gar for checking out our script today. Last but not least, I would also like to give a shout out to Emmy and Mint, who is running this side of the show today, as well as you and Noble, who are also in the studio with us. And by the way, we're still looking for members, so if anyone's interested in joining, please feel free to contact one of us via the Google form to the line group or in Instagram. With that out of the way, let's move on to our MBIDS announcement. Today is day D, and we have another speaker of MBIDS Business Forum, which will be Mr. Thakti Rayu, one of Thailand's leading Bitcoin open blockchain expert with more than eight years of experience in blockchain industry. He will be speaking on the topic of the future, sorry, the future of young entrepreneurship. If you are interested, the event will be held in our auditorium from 3.30 to 4.30 today. Feel free to join because this will definitely be a very good opportunity for anyone who is interested to start a business and entrepreneurship in the future. Other than that, we would also like to remind you to be cautious with your value. Please keep your valuable belonging with you or log up inside your student locker in the main building. Lastly, this Friday 1st of September, there will be no school for students. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that actually. It's PE day, so cool, you get to sleep in. Anyway, back to our main topic today. Today, we would like to continue talking about love. Again, this content is from our research and experiences, so what you experience personally may differ. You don't have to believe everything we say, since our main purpose in this podcast is to actually inform and entertain. Please feel free to express dissenting opinions if you want to. This week's quote is going to be, Love is a chemical reaction, but it cannot be fully understood or defined by science. From Susie Kazim. Anyway, with the quote out of the way, let's go on to the content. Because according to Sternberg's theory that we had mentioned last week, love can be represented in all of its forms by a mixture of elements from a triangle of intimacy and commitment. Immediately after that session, I talked with Mr. Gard and he suggested that I look into how elements of the child will change over time. To my surprise, this is quite an interesting topic actually, so let's talk about it a bit before we move on. Firstly, I would like to say that I really love that group type. I really agree that relationships are dynamic and they might change a lot over a period. So the element of each relationship at reference inside the triangular love theory ebb and flow, meaning that they naturally increase and decrease with time. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But while Sternberg's theory of love seems to maybe be a complete definition, the truth is 
love is complex. It's complicated, and it's like the nature of humanity. It's different for everyone. So individual experiences will definitely vary. So even though Sternberg has his own way of explaining love, we want to suggest that there is very much to be involved and sorry to be improved on his way of representation, which is why John Allen Lee came up with another theory called the color wheel theory. It's about individual love styles, and it's a more detailed theory in an attempt to better quantify or measure love. In this theory, he represents the type of romantic person and not the type of relationship, because he believes that people are habits. Sorry have an innate tendency to have one type of relationship overall. But let's get on to the content, which is that his romantic love is a color spectrum, meaning that a variety of people fall between the three distinct primary colors of love, and three secondary colors represent that, and they form a blending of tertiary color sorry, tertiary colors as well. So it's like an art class, isn't it, Thai? Yeah, indeed it is. The first color is roses, lips, and love. Can you guys guess what color it is? It's red. So the first primary color is red eros, the Greek term for passion. Eros represents a relationship with people who view it as based exclusively on romantic love. It is a strong style of love based on the chemistry and looks. Referring to as aesthetic. Have you ever heard of the word aesthetic before? This type of partner would choose their partner exclusively by intuition or chemistry, and they are more likely to fall in the fall in love at first sight than those of love styles. This type of attraction is often described as intense and immediate. It could be said that the majority of people are ready for love, but not actively searching for it as they know what thing they are looking for, both virtually and mentally. The hallmark of this type of love is that they are pleasant thought about the individual, feelings of an intense desire for physical contact, and wishes for an exclusively relationship with an individual. This type of attraction can develop further over time. Typically, it arises from the people who consider the possibility that love is one of the life's most important activities. The next type of love, referred to by the color wheel theory of love, is blue ludus. It translates to gameplay, and it refers to a playful relationship type, in which people view love as mainly a game, with the goal of having fun with each other, winning someone over, and potential benefits as well, such as happiness falls. Most of the time, ludic people don't get too attached to one partner, and they often have more than one partner at the same time, with the consent of that partner, of course. Anyway, ludic partners do not often plan to include their partners in their futures, and they worry when there are signs of strong possible connections. This is because people who fear making a promise often fall into this type of relationship. However, the good thing is that these relationships can develop over time into more intense and uh, strong relationships as well. And this type of relationship, of course, is non-exclusive. And these kinds of partnerships, meaning the Ludus partnerships, of course, are marked by emotional distance. In the same way, Ludic people know how to control their feelings and tell their partner to do the same. 
This means that they think of love as not an important, sorry, as not important as work or other areas that they may want to succeed in. Well, typically, Buddhic people are generally capable of switching preference between different types of people, suggesting that they can love people with a wide range of experiences. Oh my god, this type of love like sounds so blue as a name, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Well, let's move on to something a little bit brighter, like the color of the first paint of the sky or the color of the ray. Or if you may think, the color of the sunflower actually, is it yellow or starch? Yellow starch, which translates to familial or family. In Lee's opinion, start partner usually feel positive about their life and friends. These people naturally do not look for love, but allow it to flow with their life stream. Generally, these people expect that true love would be similar to friendships. This means that they are not focused on a particular physical type, but instead of their partner personality. In Lee's work, he described the fact that storytelling people go on with life as usual after becoming aware of their love. This person typically does not become distracted with their love interests. However, they may start to get closer and plan more activity involving their significant others, as they prefer to talk about and do things which they are both interested in, rather than express feelings directly. They are sometimes described as quietly possessive. <laughs> hey, that's cool, but you know what? Let's move on to the next type. Why not? Or do you want to add something? Well, I think I forgot to say the hallmark. Yes, the hallmark of this type of relationship is the fact that there is a no anxious anticipation of the future, as if believe that time will tell, and they will see no benefit in rushing things. Strategic people could pull away when the strong emotion are shown by their partner. Oh, that was so interesting. Well, I want to move on, but before we do that, I'm gonna say this was so interesting. I loved it. Pretty much sums up all the primary types I know of. But Lee's theory is not just about these main types, as there are just pillars of the relationship types that may follow. And usually, relationships wouldn't fall into these categories distinctly, meaning they wouldn't fit directly into them, which is why Lee came up with the secondary colors as well. And I would say these are more common, right? Yep. Uh, you would say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Why is it? Are you teasing again? Am I? Seriously? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Let's just move on before the audience gets secondhand awkwardness, right? Okay. Okay, where was I? Uh, right. We are going to talk about secondary compounds of love. Okay. Of course, since the primary colors of red, blue, and yellow have been introduced already, let's just add fun to it and explore how secondary colors Okay, let's go! Yeah, let's go. I like that tone of voice. Thank you. Okay, let's get enthusiastic about love. <laughs> okay, the first blend we would like to talk about is mania, which is a mix between eros, or the red love, and ludos, or the blue love. It's also known as passion and fun love. For mania, the leading color is red eros, followed by blue ludos. And now in our color palette, what color is it, Am? I'm like at an art. I think it's violet? Oh uh, yeah, indeed it yeah. is. And that's what they call it. They call it violet love. And 
mania, or violent love are described as people who are anxious to fall in love, but are also aware that love can be difficult and painful, like it often is. They are also uncertain about the type that they are attracted to, and often they look for contradicting qualities, perhaps even going as far as initially disliking their partner's appearance, just like in movies, you know? Oh, yes, yeah, like the love head movies thing? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, anyway, so in the early state of falling in love, this common to feel the confusion and mix up the feeling that allows you to experience with the trial and tribulation. Like in art class, when you want a certain colors, but there's none of it love, so you are the one who gets to mix them. There will be hesitation about what you should put in to get the result that you want, which leads to an experiment before you get a satisfied result. As well as in love, you get to try with feelings and find a perfect portion. It's common if you squeeze the tube of feeling too hard and it becomes so intense. After the state of strong interest, there will be the stage of desire, in which abstract imagination about that person will appear. It's often with anxiety due to the intensity of their relationship. This can lead to a loss of control over their feeling and their direction of the relationships. Yeah, okay, that is indeed interesting. And have you ever felt that? And now I'm asking you, so answer please. I don't think so. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's just move on then. The next type of relationship is called tagma, and it's a blend of the ludus, or blue love, and stoish, the yellow love, but with a focus on ludus. It is represented by green on the color wheel theory, actually, though through these experiences he has observed that ludic person or people shows no particular shared pattern or attitude, but feel that they can master life and achieve goals through their own methods and they often have a practical outlook on life as a whole. Pragmatic people tend to know their type, but define it in terms of biographic qualities, which are qualities about the, how the person lives, how they work, and what they learned about. So some of these qualities would be lifestyles, jobs, or education. And usually, for this type of people, they begin with a partner who's already familiar or similar to themselves. They then proceed to go on with life as usual, but also incorporate their interests and activities before carefully looking for warning signs in their relationship. They will tend to avoid major conflicts in their relationship as a whole, and pragmatic people often expect their partner to restrict their feelings and actions, but will not force it to happen. Well, that's, that's really interesting, and I feel kind of like familiar to Familiar to like this kind of relationship. So let's move on to our next category called Stargic Eros. Stargic or yellow and Eros for red. It's represented by color yellow and red in a color wheel. This is a little bit on passion and family like love. Generally, this type of person is happy with themselves and their life as a whole. They may feel that everyone is worthy of love especially those around them, which means that they could fall in love with someone they know well. Stargic Eros people feel that love is a powerful emotion, that it might be capable of solving some problems at well. They usually also believe that the most important aspect of relationship is warmth and love itself, and that these are the basic of human fulfillment. Stargic Eros lovers want an open and trusting relationships 
and do not put much pressure on their significant other, with ultimate goal of making their partner happy, even if mean they're making small sacrifices. Yeah. Okay. I like that type of love personally because hey, I relate to it most. Anyway, the next type of partner is called ludic eros, and it's represented by blue and red on the color wheel. It is formed by ludos and eros, and it's a mix of passion and fun love. According to Lee, most people who feel this type of love are happy with the way that their life is going and comfortable in what they're doing. Typically, ludic eros partners are seen to join love, but are not fully consumed by it, having a good balance between their personal life and their relationships. In some cases, this type of partner may even be accepting of their partner pursuing other romantic interests as well. Ludic eros partners are seen to care about their relationship, which really leads to them being able to realize and fix their problems quite quickly. Oh my god, that so fascinating but i think unfortunately we might run out of time today and have to break it off let's do a quick recap today we talk about how relationship can change over time how crushes can fade why passion and intimacy can take its place after this we gave a brief overview of the color view theory of love primary colors yeah cool so before we go i would like to note that the meaning of the word love is not the same for everyone, which means that what everyone feels can be different, so no single definition can explain everything. No matter how hard we try, it is truly unique for everyone. Lastly, love is a beautiful feeling and it can sometimes, and maybe often, be a powerful emotion, both for yourself and those around you. But please, don't forget to love yourself too. Finally, we would also like to leave you guys with a parting question to ponder. What type of relationship do you value most in your life? That's it for today, and we hope that, again, the content that we gave out will be useful as a tool to help understand love from a more scientific perspective overall, even if it may not apply to what you feel personally. Thank you for listening, and see you next Wednesday we continue talking about love, the color wheel theory of love, and have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Goodbye.